Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I'm always on the quest to seek the distinctions, the top 1% insights from people on the mar- the margins, cutting edge, doing amazing things, consolidated and sharing it with the masses. So hopefully you get inspired, educated, motivated, entertained. And so today I have a special guest, Julie. Gentry, and she is um, going to talk to us all about awakening your inner self, unleashing the power, dreaming big, going for it, YOLO, and I'm happy to welcome her. So, Julia, welcome. Thank you. It's a great introduction. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was just on the last podcast, and I was like, you never know when is your last day, so you might as well go for it every single day. So, so um, good. It takes us back to like the early early two thousands. Yolo was totally it back then. Um, yeah, you know we talked backstage, but tell the audience who you are, your origin story, and what you do. Yeah, so I, you know, it's so funny because I think for any person, how we get to where we are is so fascinating. But I think it really speaks to like being an entrepreneur, you know, and where you start and where you end are so different. Um, where I started was in real estate investing. Um, I think truly only because I was crazy enough to marry an entrepreneur. <laughs> I don't know at that time that I was um, I was still in my box of control and routine and it needed to look the right way and sound the right way and what everybody else was doing and you get the good grades and you do all the things. And so I was very much this rule follower who happened to fall in love with someone who liked making his own rules, <laughs> really, you know, and so... We got into real estate. We were very successful early on. And within a couple of years, um, we specialized in short sales. Um, Truly, I mean, we bought and sold millions of dollars worth of real estate in 2008 because we specialized in short sales. So we hit the market spot on, solved a huge need in the market. Um, However, two years later, we ended up $100,000 in debt living Mm. in my mom's basement. And so for me, that was such a pivotal time in my journey because I realized that there's more to making business than just making money. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to make it. It's another to keep it. You know, it's it's one thing to get married. It's another to stay married. It's like there's there's this law of sustainability that um, was such a huge time in our life at that point. But it led me to business coaching. So I had the opportunity to lead some mastermind groups and led some of the fastest growing mastermind groups in Denver. 
um, teaching, process mapping, strategic planning. I mean, a lot of the things that helped me be successful and all of the things that helped me fail miserably. You know, like it was, uh, I was giving back to ensure that people learned the lessons that I learned, you know, in, in a simpler fashion. But that's where that's where this journey of where I am today started, because at that time, that's where I learned about the gap. And the gap is the difference between here's what I have and here's what I want. Here's where I am and here's where I want to be. And a lot of us think we can Google one, two, three step guides and we can hire another coach and we can do another thing. And I started to recognize that it's the, almost like the more we Google, the less we know. And so that's where I started doing mindset, heart set, growth coaching, um, which led me to today, which led me to writing the book and actually helping people bridge the gap, unlock the dreams, get rid of the limiting beliefs, like get their mindset, heart set, skill set right to actually do the things that they want to be doing. And very inspiring story. And um, so, you know, we can, what, uh, so we're, you know, during the, uh, we're in a downturn now. The last three years for a lot of people. This advice I ever got was during downturns, try and break even, but really work your ass off. And when the when it flourishes, you you'll you'll rip. So what what are some of the resources that people can, you know, they're building businesses, they're you know they're toughing it out, they're grinding. What what are some of the resources that helped you? Yeah, I mean, I think again, I I have trained myself, right? I I think let me say it this way first. First and foremost, what we have to understand about being incredible people who want to accomplish our dreams is that growth is not just about learning another skill. It's about mm. unlearning, right? Mark Twain says, it's not what I know that hurts me. It's what I think I know that just isn't so. So for me, mindset, heart set, skill set is crazy important because skill set with the wrong mindset all day long won't work. Ask me how mm. I know. I mean, I work with thousands of people. I mean, I even work with extremely successful people. They make anywhere from 10 to $50 million a year who even have the quote unquote right skill set, but their mindset and heart set, right, is not in alignment and it's keeping them stuck, right, in other areas of their life, right, or taking it and scaling even more growth. And so I'm, I'm fascinated around mindset, heart set. So what I would tell people in any market, right, and what's helped us be successful is generally the people who are the most successful, number one, have the right mindset. Number two, they have the right heart set. And number three, they generally do the opposite of the general population, right? Like they go the other way, right? So when everyone else is buying, you should be selling. When everybody else is selling, you should be buying, right? Like, so I think that what's really fascinating and why I wrote this book too, is this book is about, I actually, it's not hard to recognize what's going on around me. Anyone can do that. Look at the news, social media, right? I have to actually have a dream that's big enough on the inside of me that I know how to pull that out in the world around me. Therefore, I'm not here to ask the world to give me something it was never designed to give me. I have to be so commit committed and convicted to the dream, to the thing, to the th thing I see on the inside of me that the world will see it once I create it. And am I willing, bold enough, crazy enough to build it before you do? That's the power of dreaming is, is actually creating a world from the inside out, not the outside in. Mm, yeah, I love that. Um, that's the first time I've heard, I've always heard skill and, and uh, mindset, but never heart set. And which, um, which really brings me to this idea is how to align with um, some people call heaven, some people call it dharma, destiny. How do you align that to mobilize, get moving and 
make an impact. So good. I mean, I I am of faith, right? God is a huge, huge role in my world. Um, and I, to be totally honest, I mean, I grew up in a Christian home. I knew, I knew in, intellectually a lot about God. And it wasn't until I unlearned things about him that I was actually able to learn about him, right? And so I'm just a firm believer, not praying to the universe. I pray to the one who holds the universe. You know, I just, I believe that there is a God who knows my name, who's chosen me, not because of what I do, but because I'm just his. And so when you have a heart set that is patterned after heaven, right? Like I actually now live from heaven, from revelation, from purpose, it makes life simpler, not always easier. <laughs> Let me say it's, I always, this is my favorite hashtag, simple, stupid, hard. It's still simple, stupid, hard. But when I understand that and my heart isn't defensive or discouraged or disappointed or shut down or numb or removed or all the things that tend to happen in our journeys here on life is that when I have the right heart set and the right mindset, then the skill set is almost a natural byproduct, right? It, it's a byproduct of who I have become as opposed to me trying to force it. It's a byproduct. Yeah, I love this idea of forcing. How do people, so when, you know, entrepreneurs, they're building and they come up these like either obstacles, frustration could be roadblocks. Can, how do they, how do they tell if it signals from the universe, whether, you know, to continue, if it's a trial, if they're, if they're on the wrong path, do they need to pivot? Like what kind of, uh, is it their intuition? What tools can help them? So good. So I actually have a whole chapter in my book about this. It's called conviction. What's your burn? And the thing that I say all the time is number one, whoever said that hard is bad. A lot of us, I think we live in a world right now that tells us that hard is bad, right? We get a little bit of resistance and, oh my gosh, I'm doing the wrong thing. Or, you know, we start a business and nobody buys it. And we're like, see, I told you it's not going to work. Or, you know, we, I go into real estate in 2008 and then the market shut down. You're like, I easily could have said, oh my gosh, this is the wrong time and the wrong place. And this is impossible. Well, either you think you can and you're right, or you think you can't and you're right. Okay, so I think that part of what I talk about in my book is, is our limiting beliefs and our desires to be right as people. And so I will find whatever I want to be true, I'll find it to be true. Now, on top of that is that it whoever said hard is bad doesn't understand the law of labor, which basically means like if you and I go into the gym and, and I say to you, hey, Christopher, I want to be fit. You're going to go, great. Like, right, you don't have to go, hey, God, I want to be more patient. Hey, God, I want blessings. Like, hey, Christopher, I want to be stronger. What are you going to do? You're going to tell me to give you 100 push-ups. And then I'm going to look at you and go, why? Did I do something wrong? Am I bad? Why would I do that? That hurts. I don't like it. God, why are you giving me this obstacle? Why are they saying no? Why? On all of a sudden, like, if I'm Christopher or God, I'm like, what do you want? Like, you said you wanted to be strong. You have to do push-ups. You have to feel the burn. You have to lift till failure. So I think a lot of times we're looking at these obstacles as that this is breaking me when the reality is it's there to make you. It's there to refine you. It's there to ask you, what do you really believe? You know, do you really believe in this business or just on a good day? You know, like, do you really want to be married or do you just like the idea of being married? You know, like, do you really want to understand how to build wealth or do you just want to make a lot of money and spend a lot of money? Because those are two totally different mindsets. And so for me, a lot of times, this again, is more around a mindset of someone of what if every moment is just asking you, what do you believe? Do you believe in your business? Do you believe in the long-term game? Like we say, we believe all these things. And I think that the world is just giving us an opportunity to lift till failure, to feel the burn a little bit, right? That, mm. that, that's my belief on it. So 
ultimately, if someone's like, well, I don't believe, well, then get out of business. Well, it's not what I really want. Well, then stop. Like nobody says you have to keep doing it. But if you're going to keep doing it, then you are not crazy in, in being, you're not, or should say you're not the only one who's going to have resistance and the resistance isn't bad. Mm. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. No, uh, it's like, it's how you perceive and it's how you, and you know, anything with, um, when you're trying to make an impact, you know, go against the grain or, you know, become an entrepreneur, it, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's one of the most rewarding, but it's also extreme. It's a lot of hard work and, and it's, uh, it's not easy. It's really, that's why 95 plus percent, you know, quit. One thing is that, uh, so you talk about, you know, faith and, you know, we're not here to promote anything, but you have a, when do they, so for example, they get jaded, they get cynical, they're like, they become victim. They have a hard time trusting people when life is hard. What do you tell people going through? Oh, huge. I love that you're saying this. We actually just, one of, on our YouTube channel, one of our weekly lessons is all around disappointment, specifically because the number one killer to any dream is disappointment, right? But if you think about this, the because disappointment right does hurt. If I have wanted a business and it's failed, if I have lost all my money, if right, I, I talk to a lot of people who want babies and can't have babies. They want a family and they've been divorced. Like they've started a business and lost the business. Like there's tons of room for disappointment. And then generally, what we do to your point is we blame, shame, guilt ourselves, God, and other people, and then we shut down. And now here's the tricky part, Christopher. Instead of healing which is the only way I heal is if I'm willing to break, I patch it up, pretend like I'm fine. And then what I'm doing is I'm actually making decisions only based upon my past. So now I'm looking at my future, which is endless possibilities. Nobody's written the future, right? Like now it's, it's a, it's a white slate, but what I'm doing is I'm looking at the past and the time that I was rejected, let down, God didn't answer me, um, right? I didn't have, I don't have money in the bank. You name it, we all have it. I'm taking that and I'm throwing it on my future over and over and over again. And so for me, I tenderly will kind of run, you know, kind of get real close with people. And I will say, honey, you have to heal. I, me too. My disappointment is is miles deep, right? There's there, I have a lot, just like anyone does. I got to heal. Second to that is then I'm going to have to surrender the pain so I can find my greatest place of purpose. I'm going to actually have to go deeper, not my brain. My brain only keeps me here based upon where I've been. Your heart, intuition, God's voice, your dreams and visions come from a much deeper place that your brain's never been. This is why mm. we need dreamers in the years to come, because we need people who are willing, bold enough, crazy enough to build a new world, not based upon what they see with their eyes, but what they see with their dreams. Just because mm-hmm. we don't see it doesn't mean we can't create it. Just because we don't have it doesn't mean we can't make it. Just because we've been hurt one or a thousand times doesn't mean on the thousand and one time that that puppy's going to work, you know? like So I think it's a little bit of this, we need to heal. You need the grace and the space to heal. And you need a good kick in the butt to go, we need you in the game. Like the world needs your dreams. Get in the game. Dream again. What have you got to, what do you got to lose? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. And, you know, um, the worst thing is, you know, regret. And then um, one thing you talk about, you talk about tools in your book. And it was really interesting because I was listening to this one uh, podcast the other day. And she was saying, you know, you know especially the audience, they're doctors and um, they've just gone through this stepwise. They never, you know, it's basically you execute A, you get to B, 
you know, it's pretty orderly. You do that, you, you know, you succeed. But um, then they talk about like when you experience frustration and um, they don't know how to emotionally cope, uh, which I want to expand upon. And then you also yeah. talk about healing, which um, it's a, you know, when people say heal um, mm -hmm. and emotional coping, how do you explain that to people? So good. Yeah, that is such, it is a big topic. So how long do you have? Can we talk all day? <laughs> I'll talk all day with you about this one. And, and here's why, I, I mean, I don't, what, when I'm, some of my answers, you know, Christopher, I, depending upon when someone is listening to this, I don't want to undermine the levels of pain that people have felt. Me too, mm. right? Like pain is very real. Trauma is very real. Disappointment. I mean, th these are real. Okay. So real that I, I am such an advocate for healing because I have that in those places of pain of maybe why I turned to alcohol or why I would hide professionally. Like I'm a, I was a learned hider and controller because the pain and the trauma that I had experienced was uh, so debilitating mentally and emotionally that those were my coping mechanisms. And, you know, my husband, and I share our, our story around addiction in that we were more gray drinkers, which is people would have never said that we were alcoholics. I joke. I, I didn't drink a lot. I drank often, you know, like on a Monday and Friday, you know, it's Wednesday and it's four o'clock somewhere, but I was hiding, you know, I was, I was hiding from pain. I was hiding from my dreams. I was hi I was hiding and, and it worked so well that I kept doing it, right? Like it kept feeding my need to hide, but where I wanted to find myself, I was losing myself. And mm. so for most people, when you're in a place of pain, what we're doing is we're turning to the food, the alcohol, work, uh, bad relationships, where we're trying to find ourselves, we're actually losing ourselves. So mm. healing, by my definition, is actually going to the source where you could be healed. It's God. I call him God. God can actually heal those places. And I could actually get from him and even from myself what alcohol um, food, sugar, you name it, can't give me. Mm -hmm. So generally what we're asking from those things is I need comfort or I need someone to defend me, or I just need to time out or I need to rest or I need to relax. Well, what if I got those in a healthy way? Like, mm -hmm. what if I found comfort in something that was good for me, took a nap, drank water, moved my body, cried, processed the pain with someone actually told them like, I experienced this trauma. Most people would be like, what? Like we keep so much, you know, like, so I think part of healing is that I'm actually going to the source of where I was broken and I'm allowing God myself and healthy mechanisms to fully heal process. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And it's no easy, you know, journey. It's, it's really hard, especially, you know, all the disappointments and, anger, you know, the betrayal. I love I love this conversation and we could go on for hours. Uh, but how can um the audience, I know you wrote a book. It looks like you have that in the background. And how can they contact you, follow you, check you on social media, uh, yeah. and uh, look into you. Yeah, and it's just so everyone knows they're like, wow, this is deep stuff. I love this Christopher. And here's why like moms run for me at the playground because they're like, Julia's coming, like she doesn't talk about the weather, she doesn't care about the stock market or the news. Like this woman like wants to know how's your heart. And then like she means it. <laughs> I love that we're doing this. Um, you can find me on any social channel at, at the Julia Gentry. 
Um, and then we have an incredible resource and mastermind group where we actually give people these tools, right? The tools to mentally, emotionally, and tactically bridge the gap. So we meet once a week with our mastermind group of people who go, I want more. I'm tired of hiding. I'm sick of controlling. I'm running from the addiction. I'm losing myself to work and I'm not dreaming. I'm not alive. These people come because we are after freedom. We are after freedom in every area. And you can learn more by going to dream. Hmm. I love that. And what a fantastic way to end this uh, conversation. Um, really just dreaming big and the tools to help you get there mindset uh for all the audience out there let's thank julia for coming onto the show be sure to check out her book um it'll be in the links in the show notes it's on amazon and uh, all her social media handles will be there as well and thanks so much for coming onto the show thanks christopher another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you.